Welcome to Flippin' Awesome Coaching, a podcast designed for athletes who love a challenge and want to see just how far they can really go. I'm your host, Amy Twiggs, and the podcast starts now. Okay there, this is Amy Twiggs with Flippin' Awesome Coaching. I have a funny guest today, you guys. She is a stand-up comedian, so Val DeRoe is going to grace us with her presence today. She is from Los Angeles, and she was raised in Salt Lake City, which is awesome. She studied film in, um, at University of Utah, which is great because I'm pretty sure my oldest son is going to go there soon, but you know, he's still deciding. But she began working in film, um, I, get, I think... She, with you were telling me something about the scout manager is that what it, location it, scouting location scouting okay mm-hmm. i'm gonna let her talk but she has well i have to i have to boast a little bit more about you so oh. she has performed at a lot of places the world famous comedy store the hoo-ha-ha the ice house in pasadena and pretty funny woman so she comes down to sell um to saint george utah area which is where i'm from and to spend time with her family, which is where I met her. So I'm super excited because I just told Val, hey, I have something I need you to do because I think that your skill is going to help a lot of athletics in a way that maybe we haven't considered before. So Val, tell us everything about you and let's just chat for a second. Tell everybody why we think comedy is going to be a beautiful addition to sports. Hey, Amy, thank you so much for having me on this podcast. I love flipping awesome. It's helped me bust through my small-minded obstacles and help see, hey, there's some goals and we can get there. So I really appreciate that. And I think comedy is the perfect addition to this because if you can look any pain or tragedy in the eye and laugh at it, then you can do anything. Right. Right. So just a little bit about me. I uh, was born in California and at a young age, I moved to Utah. I was not a member of the church at the time. I had a really hard fish out of water experience with that, but I ended up getting baptized at the age of 25. So that was a really exciting thing for me. Um, but all, you know, things really didn't start picking up for me in my professional career until after. So that's the only reason I mentioned that because I had certainly tried things, but they never really popped off. And then literally three months after I got baptized, I started working in the film industry as a location scout and manager, finding locations for commercials, Girl Scouts of America, Intermountain Healthcare, uh, Google, Disney, Nike, Adidas. If you're looking at a commercial, they need a location to film at, and that's my job. I find the location for the scene to unfold. So yeah, that's what I started doing right out of film school. And then my husband and I started our own company called Concise Focus, where we make commercials for people. So yeah. I didn't know some of these things, so that's awesome. And I didn't know what a location scout was, so I'm glad you explained that to us. Okay, good. Yeah. So my husband, he is shooting all the time. We shoot a lot of short form content for Disney, for Nike, for Adidas, not Sperry Farm. We're trying to get six flags in Universal Studios as a client. That way we can have our season passes taken care of. But uh, yeah. So Valerie, here's the thing I want to help the listeners know about, like understand what we've been talking about. You and I have had so many fun conversations. We haven't known each other for very long, you guys. So we've had some super fun conversations built around 
her skills and all of her experience and all these things that she's created right now and in her past because of her past it's made her who she is today yes. and she's explained to me a lot of things that she's struggled with just like all the athletes struggle with every day yeah. right mm -hmm. and how all of those experiences have pulled together like you said you've had some hinge points in your life some turning points in your life that have changed things for you and opened up things for you in ways that maybe you hadn't considered before mm -hmm. but everything revolves around emotion and especially in comedy right mm -hmm. usually it's built off of the painful parts of your experience is that right uh yeah you know i feel like a lot of comedians do have a lot of pain um there is a small percentage who just live perfectly beautiful lives with loving happy healthy homes but i feel like a lot of us come from pretty damaged places and uh, that's not who we are, you know, they definitely build into our life experiences, but our pain and our tragedy is not who we are. And it's really up to us to take these dark or these heavy moments in our lives and see the light in them. And comedy does a good job of being able to look at that hard thing and see that silver lining like I, athletes, for example, running track and field, you might slam your shin on one of those hurdles, or you might be a gymnast and just split on that beam. Like, oh, that, it, it looks like the most painful thing, but it's also one of the funniest things because it was just an accident. It's just an accident. You know what I'm saying? Right. And if, you, if you can look at that and rather than be like, oh, I'm so embarrassed, but just be like, Oh my gosh, that probably was hilarious. And so many people would just laugh and then think that you're even a cooler person because you can laugh at yourself. Mm -hmm. So how do you teach, because I know you teach people stand-up comedy too, which is what I'm super excited about. You guys, I can't even tell you how excited I am. Valerie's going to be teaching the members of my Flippin' Awesome coaching uh, group how to do stand-up comedy with their athletic experiences. So with what they're dealing with, with what they're doing with the, so that you can find, um, take the things that seem so hard and heavy and find, like Val said, the light in them, find how to turn them in a way that brings you some type of humor. Cause when you are laughing, it puts you in a different part of your brain. Everything seems to diminish as far as the heaviness of it. So I don't know how you teach it. I'm going to have her teach me so I can, <laughs> but tell us what you do. You teach how to do this too, right? I do teach this and I have to say that every individual has a unique sense of humor. The things I find funny, you might not, or the athletes might not either, but it, it doesn't matter because everybody's sense of humor is meant for a specific audience. So we first start to find the sense of humor. What do you think is funny? What kind of comedians do you like, Amy? Can you give me an example of things that you find funny? Oh, so I like watching Brian Regan. He's amazing. He's funny. Um, and there's the other guy that has a picture of him in his little pink tutu on the front. I can't remember his name is, but he's hilarious too. And it's just kind of the dry humor probably because of, I, I was telling you a little bit about my dad who always tells jokes and half the time I don't get them. Mm. So I'm like, dad, I don't get it. You have to explain it to me, which takes away the humor of the joke to him. But for me, it's funny when I can understand a joke. So like you said, it, it depends on the person. And I... It doesn't take much for me to find, to laugh at something, as long as I understand it, right? Exactly. So a perception is one thing, but I think the attempt and the delivery is another. Just like with sports, where's your heart at in the attempt? Do, is it to win? Is it to get that laugh? Or is it just to try? 
you know? So when we fully commit to the win and to the laugh, then it's more likely to hit that bullseye. So, for example, if we're just talking of everyday life, everyday source material, comedy is tragedy plus timing. So, gymnast, let's say you missed that double backflip and you broke your ankle, right? That might, that might, you did that? Yes. <laughs> so go ahead, let's hear what you say. And why are you laughing about the fact that you did that? Because I wanted to impress a coach. Like I wanted to be able to do a double back and make it look easy, but I didn't set the mat right. So I just kind of rolled off the side with my ankle and broke my ankle, which is just so silly to me. But anyways, it was a dumb mistake. So, and I'm laughing that you use that example. Cause I'm like, yeah, I think a lot of people do that and they don't realize how common it is. So. Wow. And see, that's, to me, that's funny because that's ironic. You were really trying hard to impress somebody and you straight up broke your ankle. <laughs> Yeah, well, you know. <laughs> I mean, for me personally, I think irony is really funny. And it, it, it's super painful, you know what I'm saying? But it's so funny if you could just peel back the layer as a fly on the wall as an outsider looking in and think, how funny is that, that you were really trying to impress somebody and the exact opposite thing happened. Right, that was super not impressive. I agree. <laughs> Honesty. Honesty is really funny too. Let's say these athletes take the stage and nobody's even laughing at what they have to say. It doesn't even matter. The only job of a comedian is to be perfectly honest about the world as they see it. And I think the funniest things are the things that nobody else is saying, you know? Wait, I agree. Yeah, you didn't have to give me that example. You could have been like, I'm not trying to embarrass myself. I'm not trying to put myself out there like that. Like, that's the beauty of comedy is that people are afraid of public speaking. But if you can take that stage and grab that mic and own that moment and just confidently speak to people, mm -hmm. honestly, that is really all that matters. Well, what I love about that, when you say confidently speak to people, for athletics, it would be confidently perform for people. Mm. We perform through our, our motions, right? Our drills, our skills, the things that we've worked. That's how we speak to people when we're out performing. Mm. You can confidently speak about the things that are insecure and doubtful and frustrating in a comedic sense where you can take that comedy and create it so it's funny to you. It's easier to perform in a way where you can handle the emotions that would typically make you want to run away and hide. Yes, there's a lot of therapy in this process too. When we first start talking about writing jokes, we're not even trying to be funny at first. We're just trying to dig beneath the surface in what makes you interesting and what are these trauma points that are hard to talk about. Because sometimes when things like this happen, we just kind of bury them because it just was too hard to face. Or we get through them as best as we can, but there's a part of us that just kind of tucks it down there. So the goal is to just start bringing things up. And the first tip I give comedians, aspiring comedians, is that just start to do a brain dump. If you've got something on your mind, write everything you can possibly think about it on a piece of paper. If you broke your ankle at a really important meet, 
what was it like? What was going through your mind? How did it feel? What did you notice immediately in that moment, immediately after? And I mean, was there anything funny? Like, I'll ask you if there's anything funny, but if you don't see it yet, that's okay. That's not the point. If we can just talk about these moments and all the details surrounding them, we will definitely find something in there. So true. I agree with you. And I think when I talk with a lot of high school and college athletes, they don't know how to open up. They don't know how to express what they're thinking or feeling because they may not even know what they are thinking or feeling. But I love your first step because that's something that we work on a lot is just doing brain dumps on anything that's bothering them. You just take a, just write without stopping right? Exactly. So we do brain dumps. If you're in my membership, you're doing brain dumps every day and you just take whatever struggle and you write about it. So I love that that is your first step too with the comedy is you learn how to see what's, what's even in your mind before you can do anything with it. Yes, exactly. Good. Great. Glad we talked about it. <laughs> and I love that you said aspiring comedians. We are going to be having aspiring comedic or comedians. I keep saying comedic comedian um, athletes. And that is something that I just, I get so excited about because I think a lot of athletes are afraid of failure. Like you said, they're afraid to stand up and talk in front of people, not just athletes, everybody. That's one of the number one fears. But when they can talk about the things that they're most afraid of, that just changes everything. That does a huge shift. And then when you can not only talk about it, but find humor in it, it's like a completely new world. It is a new world. You are opening a portal into a new world. Like you won't even be the same person anymore. You'll think, oh my gosh, I can't believe I was ever afraid or nervous to do those things. And just like athletics, the more you do it, the better you get, the more confident you are in showcasing your skills to the world. Yeah. The more you'll be able to open up to those things that were stopping you and making you hesitate and doubt and be insecure and feel you know, unsafe emotionally. So I'm excited for the opportunity to teach the athletes with you how to open up to feel uncomfortable in a safe environment. And then to not just to feel kind of comfortable, but to take that and move it to such a fun level that it's just, it's inspiring to me to see what's going to happen with your talents, your skills, Val, with these kids that these, these athletes, these just not even just the, um, the amateurs, but the pros, the semi-pros, the people who are trying to get to the top levels. We have these people at the top who are so lonely and so hollow and so dissatisfied and they're professionals. And you would think they would just feel amazing, but they don't. So when we can face those things that are caught, like you said, the brain dump, when we can get them from there to just a neutral and then take them from a neutral to work your magic. Okay. And, and Val is doing, she's doing hand motions for you that are on podcast and she's got a spaceship, a space behind her, uh, one of those back screens that she's like in outer space. Yes. So you have to see what she's doing, but it's just one of those things that to me is an important part. We need mindfulness. We need meditations. We need quiet mind. We also need laughter, more of it. And that's when I found Val, I'm like, we need you. We need you in the athletic realm. We need you sharing your gifts and talents with the kids that are getting huge concentrations of fear and failure and doubt and insecurity because they ask for it every day. They put themselves in a challenging situation and then they don't know how to handle the emotions around it. So I want you just to tell us, you said number one is to do a brain dump. Maybe give us one more tip, one more thing that they can start doing to maybe look at those things like peeling back layers for these aspiring comedians that are athletes is there anything else that you should, um, that maybe they could work on anything else? I don't want to 
take up too much of your time. So you're perfectly fine. And I just want to say, I need you guys. Athletes are so inspiring to me. They are just superhuman the way they push their bodies to achieve these great levels. And it's just so amazing to watch the wins and the losses. Every single part of it is just, oh, it's, it's amazing. So I'm really excited to be a part of this. And I, I'll, I'll, I'll give you another tip. Okay. Um, Let me. Well, I, I'm working with you, Amy, so the athletes will be able to see your bit first. And <laughs> the first thing I say is write 15 interesting things about yourself. And this technique I learned from the Madame of Comedy, Lisa Sunstead, and she is the owner of Pretty Funny Women. She is such an amazing person. But start with writing 15 interesting facts about yourself and end it with not to brag, but something awesome that you've done because how often do we say that and how often are we allowed to say hey not to brag but i've actually done this really amazing thing and i want you to know about it it's so great people i think we kind of have a tendency to confuse arrogancy with truth yeah right yeah, because I know when I was given that exercise, I thought, oh, I don't want to be arrogant. But no, there's actually things I've done that I'm really proud of. And why not share it with the world? Because those things inspire people. All right. So tell us something for you, not to brag, but tell us something about you. Not to brag, but I helped a man facing a 55-year mandatory minimum for a little bit of marijuana, less than an ounce, which is a very small amount on the grand scheme of things. I helped a man get out of prison. Okay, well, yeah, I can't say that. That is very <laughs> awesome. I love it. Well, thank you, and thanks for sharing that. And you guys who are listening, if you are not in the Flippin' Awesome Coaching Membership, you're going to want to be. We I have, want you to be. Right? We have the mindfulness. We have the mental training. We have the emotional training. And having comedy with that is just one more layer of flipping awesomeness. Right? And Val, I can't even, I can't even tell you how excited I, I am to be working with you. It's been just a treat every time we chat. So, Amy, I'm excited for your students to hear your bit. I don't know if they know these things about you, but I cannot wait for them to find out the things you've been telling me. Well, maybe we'll have to throw that on a podcast next time. You'll have to be on there with me. <laughs> thank you so much. Yeah, thank you, Val. And you guys, if you want to find Val, you can go to Flippin' Awesome Coaching. She's going to be there. But Val, tell us where else they can find you. She performs here in Southern Utah, but obviously she performs everywhere. So tell us where you can, they can find you on YouTube to see what you're doing and yeah. wherever else you're going to perform next. Yes, you can find us on YouTube, Instagram, and Facebook at Electric Comedy Night. And... Mm -hmm. We're going to be giving away free tickets when it's legal and free and safe to perform again. We will be sponsoring Flippin' Awesome to give away a bundle of tickets every single show. Oh my gosh, I can't wait. You guys, I will put her um, links in the show notes so you can find what she does and see what she does. She is so fun. So thank you, Val. Thank you, Amy. I really appreciate this. <laughs> Hey, thanks for joining me today. If you enjoyed listening or have questions about something you heard on this podcast, go to Flippin' Awesome Coaching to get your questions answered. Thanks for sharing this episode with your friends. Have a flippin' awesome week. Bye.